Womenology podcast. Sarah, do you remember the time I told you that I really liked TikTok? A week ago, I do. Right, yeah. Do you remember that time? I remember. Yeah. I, I'm not there anymore. Hmm. What I'm not there anymore. Who hurt well, you on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt me? Well... I wouldn't say somebody hurt me. I think I hurt me because the algorithm now, you know, algorithms for these apps, they just watch your behavior mm-hmm. to see what you view. And then they just put that in front of you. And so now, because I've liked so many dog videos, yes, TikTok, for some reason, thinks I want to see videos of owners saying goodbye to their dogs before they're euthanized. Good God. Which I do not. <laughs> First of all, why are people making these TikToks? Look, man. I, okay, I, I, I mm, TikTok. I get. I just fell into the wrong area of TikTok. Yeah. Because it is a lot, lot of drama. A lot of drama. Mm. Like unnecessary drama. Yeah. From people. Well, I had this date, and then I did this, and then I did that, and you know, blah blah blah, and the date didn't work out, and it's like really because I don't. This is something I will never understand is when people tell you about their dates and they're so awful and you just want to go, but But people don't do the whole thing. (laughs) You stayed for the whole thing. I don't get it. And it's very rare for people to do a complete 180 personality wise. Mm -hmm. So help me like help me understand. And this is why I feel as though we're never hearing the full story and we're getting one side and which doesn't, which does not like excuse bad behavior. But at the same time, I watched something the other night and a woman was talking about how, oh, I met a guy, looked him up, found out his wife just died three days ago. And she said, I'm going to go out with him so that I can have the story because now I'm curious and I want to go out with him. Oh, well, I'll get that. And I want to, you know, she said, well, you know, it'll be great for the story and I'm going to use my Nancy Drew skills and I'm going to find out more. Sure. And I just to myself said, you're going out with him because you think he's attractive. Nobody puts themselves through this for the story or like nobody makes this much effort and gets all dressed up and takes the two hours or whatever and drives somewhere for the story. Oh, didn't. I, I think someone would like a dating blogger. Don't you think they would? Yes. Or someone who ultimately planned to, to publish this content in some way, they would do it for the story, but also how yeah, empty I mean, is he, your life? He would have to be good looking. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Like, look, okay, you want to do it for the story. Okay. I can see your point, Sarah. I'll, I'll change my mind on that one. Okay. Yes. Some people can do it for the story, but they're not doing it if they're, if they're not genuinely interested or attracted to the person. Yes. Yes. So why don't we just cut out the middleman and admit you thought this man who just buried his wife three days ago was attractive and you wanted to go out with him. Right. And that's okay because there's an, always a story behind. You don't know this. This yeah. woman could have been suffering in a coma for years. The marriage yeah. could have been. You don't know. It could have been. You know, separated. people live in their own ways. Yeah. And she ended up saying, "Oh, and I had a great time, and we were making out like teenagers, and we went to see live music." I'm like, "Oh, really? That's shocking. I, I didn't, didn't see that ending coming." Because you, 
you liked him. Don't yeah, right. make it like don't create drama where there is none and don't it's I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of nobody wanting to admit that they just go out with assholes. <laughs> Sarah, I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, <laughs> sure. Oh, you're having trouble on a dating app? Stop trying to date people 10 years younger than you when you're 40 and 50 years old. Mm. Stop that. Yeah. Stop doing that. That might help. That might help. <laughs> you know, oh, you, you keep getting catfished or you keep getting scammed. Uh, stop engaging guys that you know that even on a fucking good day you wouldn't attract. Right. Stop doing that. Stop. Hmm. And you know how I know when someone, another, I think I told you this, another woman said, oh, I was, I was talking to a guy on Hinge and he asked me out for coffee and I said, can I see your social media? And he was a little hesitant, but he gave me his last name and I looked him up on uh, Instagram and I found him and I messaged him and I said, hey, are you the guy that I've been talking to on Hinge? And the guy replies and said, nope, I don't have any dating profiles. Yeah. And so then we started talking and now I'm talking to him. And I wrote in the comments, I went, and I've learned now, like not to just deliver the bad news. Sure. I've learned to like cushion it a little bit. So now <laughs> I responded and I said, yay, that's so awesome. But um, just, I have a little question. Um, could it be possible? Could, could it be possible? <laughs> I'm throwing this out there. I'm spitballing. Could it be possible? It's still the same scammer, but yeah. he knew what you were going to do. Right, because you told him what you were going to do. Because you told him what you were going to do. <laughs> so do you think maybe he did that? Right. And she said, no, 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 no. It's not the same guy. I said, oh, that's great. Have you, like, video chatted or, you know, have you met up with him? Silence. Mm. Which is a no. <laughs> that's a no. Because really, if you think about it, and I keep saying that these scammers are, like, eight steps ahead of us. They anticipate everything. They know what we're going to do. So they've created these accounts. Yeah. Well, we've also talked before about how it's really bad form in 2020 to jump right to, hey, give me your social media. Like, that's that's, right. a, that's a more intimate thing. Right. Like you really can't, now, you can't mm -hmm. jump right into that. <laughs> right. Which should be the red flag. Right. Someone who, and she said, well, he's, he was kind of hesitant, but he gave me his last name. And I looked him up on Instagram. Somebody that you're just chatting with from a dating, like, I... I would never give out that information. I right. wouldn't really have that luxury just because my first name is unique. Uh, but that's why I typically misspell it. But it's it's odd that this person was like, sure, yeah, here's my last name. Go for it. Yeah. They know. They know what we're going to do. That's why they put on they put first and last names on their on their profiles. Mm -hmm. mm. That's why. Because they know we're going to Google them. So in any case, the point was Okay, but here's the thing, like, I cannot, I don't want to deal with this drama because it's kind of self-created drama. Yeah. Uh, you and need to get off of... Um, dating TikTok. <laughs> I just... Or, I mean, I think the key is actually just stop liking things. Because I made that mistake at first, too. And then yeah. I realized that when you like something, it's actually saving it. Right. So You're I'm, not just I'm liking just... it, you're favoriting it. And, like... Right. 
that's the problem. So right. like nothing and you'll, you'll get more variety. I, I'll tell you what I do like though is paranormal TikTok. Okay. I haven't and made it there yet. I, I, now I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. And here's, here's the thing. So I, I'm very much into paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple, about a week ago, last Saturday night, mm-hmm. I'd watched some stuff and whatever, went to bed, put my phone in the cradle. And around 2.30, 3.30 in the morning, out of nowhere, you can't touch this, started playing on my phone, which what? let's be honest, at any time of day is kind of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just in the middle of the night, imagine that, like that, the beat to that music waking you up. And I thought, what the f- what is that? And I go and I find out it's my phone. Now my phone's in the cradle. The cat's not near it. I thought maybe, oh, the cat maybe hit my phone. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't roll over on it. Right. And I just thought, Jesus, that's strange. And then, then <laughs> this morning, I'm in, I'm working. I'm in bed. It's like 7 o'clock. I'm working in bed, and I hear a crash come from my kitchen. Okay. And so I get up, thinking. Oh, that's fucking Iggy. Like he's always just, yeah. he's always right being Iggy, Iggy being Iggy. And then I see him come from behind me and run towards the kitchen. Okay. So sure. he was not in the kitchen. Right. And I go in the kitchen and this bowl that's on the top of my refrigerator, knocked over to the floor. Everything's on the floor. Huh. Hmm. And there were no other cats or dogs in the kitchen prior to that, that you know of. No, <laughs> no, like Nunzio barely jumped up on my bed and no. Luca was right by my side. Okay. Very strange. It's pretty weird. And I came home today and I can't find my iced coffee. I don't know where it is. And, but whatever. <laughs> Paranormal TikTok. I like it. And I love the ones where they post them and they're like, oh my God, you won't believe this. Keep watching. And you watch and you watch and you watch and, and you watch ends. and you don't see anything. Mm. Then you go to the comments and like, dude, did you see that face? No, no, I didn't. I did not see that face because there's no face there. Yeah. So whatever. All right. Sarah. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with the Bella Thorne drama? Sort of. Yeah. I know that it's a thing. It's a thing, boy. It's a thing. And people have feelings about it. Lots of them. Uh, so Bella Thorne joined OnlyFans, mm-hmm. which is, um, I mean, if TikTok is any indication OnlyFans is doing really well right now, and probably everyone under the age of 35 has an OnlyFans account, it seems like. So uh, it, it seems like this is how all women are paying their bills. Uh, except for Bella Thorne, who is a former Disney person, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> um, she's 22. She's a former Disney person. She joined OnlyFans. Um, she claimed that she was going to release a nude and the nude was not a nude. She had lingerie on, I guess. And so a bunch of people wanted their money back. She was charging $200 per view for this not nude photo. And so a bunch of chargebacks hit OnlyFans, which caused them to lose a bunch of money because of processing fees. And now OnlyFans has responded by saying that, um, People with accounts can only charge up to fifty dollars, uh, where there had previously been no limit, and tips are now capped at a hundred dollars. Which is and, kind of it could be the other way around, but uh, you know, I don't know. I don't understand OnlyFans. I'm too old. So 
wait a minute, and the payout is no longer weekly. It's now monthly, and, and that's a big deal. The payout is monthly. Yes. And that's a big deal. Uh, people are mad that they have to get paid at the end of the month instead of weekly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let me, let me, let me harken <laughs> back to some of the previous um, flexes, if you will, <laughs> related to OnlyFans membership. What happened to all the TikToks and all the Instagram posts about oh, ho- holding all this cash? This is how much I made on OnlyFans. Like, if you're pulling in that much, it's really not that big a deal now to move from weekly to the end of the month. Because you would have me believe that OnlyFans is your only job and that I'm a fool for going to work every day. So certainly a lot of people who are mad about this ought to have some kind of nest egg. Well, okay. Unless okay. you mean to tell me that it's a, it's a lie? <laughs> well, to be, not? to be fair, pandemic. You know, they're not raking in what they used to rake in. That's not what they're telling me. (laughs) Prior to this Bella Thorne incident, everybody seemed to be telling me personally, just me, (laughs) that OnlyFans is the way to go. Quit your job. Don't pay taxes. You're a fucking idiot for going to work. Just sell pictures of your feet. Uh, I mean, are people really, like, are they living off of income from that? That is what I am seeing. (laughs) That is what people will have me believe. Unless it's a lie. Because, again, you know, two weeks ago, everybody was posting uh, bragging posts about how much they're pulling in on OnlyFans. And this week, they're upset that they get paid once a month. Well, if you're really making that much money... It's not going to make that much a difference. You should be fine, able right. to, you know. Unless, well, I think they might be talking about, like, maybe this month in general because it was sort of sudden. And, and that's fair. You can't just say, oh, that money you thought was going to be coming in on Friday, well, it's not going to be coming in for three weeks. You can't do that to people. You have to give people some fair warning, like, hey, within, like, three months, this is what we're going to start to do. You yeah. can't just suddenly do that. That's, well, that's shitty. Been better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but- so the the general consensus of people who are um, different than me, <laughs> not you, <laughs> seems to be that uh, Bella Thorne is a dick, and she's she's screwing over honest sex workers just trying to make a living. Um, and I I don't think Bella Thorne. <laughs> really thought about anyone else at all no and if you know anything about bella thorne she you know it. she's very she's very troubled um oh d- is she i don't i only know that every now and then she pops up and makes a scene she's very <laughs> troubled she's like the she, current Lindsay lohan yes yeah yeah she that's that's exactly that that is sort of who she's been compared to she's very troubled and she tried to make this into um, how she's doing research for a movie. I, yeah, she claimed she was making a movie and even named a director, but the director said, <laughs> yep. that's not a thing. <laughs> the director said, I don't know her. <laughs> I'm not attached to this project, he said. Right. 
Sean Baker, uh, and he, the director. And he also said, which I appreciated, that he would never do anything that would endanger the lives of sex, sex workers or uh, to, to minimize them in any way. And he said, okay. I, you know, he believes in protecting you know, all, all communities and, and standing up for oppressed communities and, and communities who are in crisis. So he would never do that. <sighs> okay, this whole argument about celebrities or influencers going to right. OnlyFans and they're, they're ruining it for everybody else. We went down this road with Carolyn Calloway. We did. And it we presupposes did. that there's a finite amount of money to be generated. Right. And that if one person shows up that has more followers, they're going to take followers from someone else. But, like, I really don't think... <laughs> I mean, no, I, if don't anything... I, I don't have an OnlyFans account in, in any form, mm-hmm. right? Sorry if you're looking for pictures of my feet, anyone. But... <laughs> Want a picture <laughs> of my cat? DM me. Uh, <laughs> so I don't really know this to be true, but I just, I would not think that the people who are interested in Caroline Calloway nudes or semi-nudes or whatever she's posting are the same people that have a recurring subscription to like you know their local sex worker people right right it's the same it's just it's not the same and you're missing the big upside which is they're bringing these people to the platform they are which is apparently a new potential audience for you right so i i just okay sex workers don't own this platform Granted, they need it now more than more than someone like Carolyn Calloway. Right. But I I don't I'm not it's, I feel like it's a false equivalency. I don't see it. I don't I don't understand how Bella Thorne or Carolyn Calloway being on these platforms is going to other than Bella Thorne completely fucked the sex sex workers because of what she did. It, it destroyed the whole platform for everybody. Well, it didn't destroy so, the platform, but it well it created the new policies limits. Right, it it created right. limits that, frankly, maybe OnlyFans should have had in the first place. I mean, I, I don't, I just don't see. I mean, I don't know. It's only, it seems like it's only an outrageous problem for you if you were pulling in a ton of money, and it, in which case you you still will. I think you're just gonna have to do more work. Well, you know, here's the thing. With my business, refunds, my policy is within 30 days because my cash flow is volatile. Mm-hmm. So it can be one thing one week and then $1,000 less the, the next week. Mm-hmm. It's too unpredictable. A platform like OnlyFans, they should have a more consistent cash flow. So the fact that they have to change their entire platform and all of their policies because of this one person, something's not right there. Something's not right with your business, I think. Well, maybe they just did it um, to prevent this happening in the future. I mean, I don't I don't think it, uh, you know, it's, they said they've lost money, but I don't think it put them in peril or right. anything. I think they're just right. trying to prevent this from happening over and over again. I think it's something they should have considered in the first place. Yeah, probably. You know? 
So, like, something like that would make me question the platform itself. But I don't think, I mean, like you were saying, I, I don't think it was invented for sex workers. I think it just sort of has evolved into yeah. being yeah. for sex workers. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about this other than I think Bella Thorne is troubled. I think she's screwed over sex workers. I don't think she fully understands how she screwed them over. No. You know, just another privileged no, white girl. There's no way she would understand. Right. That's, she's like, not getting paid for a month? Big deal. Right. It's not right. a big deal to her. Oh, you lost a million dollars? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of drama with OnlyFans, and I, I just think it's going to get worse. Well, I think, uh, remember when I said this bubble's going to burst. Yeah, I think this it, is it. Yeah. It burst. I think the, the, the era of easy money for feet pics is coming to a close. Yeah. But you know, TikTok too, you can, people get paid on TikTok as well. A few of people get paid for TikToks. Yes. Right. But we are like paying for content, you know, okay. like creators and they should, they should be paid for content. But what I don't care for are these like algorithms that decide who gets paid and who doesn't, and right. that's why I won't write anything for Medium anymore. Right. And they're like they're now starting to become aware of the fact that uh, their algorithm is fucked, Can and they have a ton. Yeah. Right. So I've noticed like, there's been a number of articles about content being stolen and reproduced by mm. um, you know, overseas sites, and. I actually wrote in, wrote a comment and said, there's, you have a ton of fake content on here mm -hmm. written by clearly by content writers and yeah. it's screwing the algorithm and I won't give you any more of my content because of it. And okay. so, and that's just how I feel. And yeah. a couple of uh, editors followed me because of that. So I don't know what that means, but in any case, uh, I don't like this whole, I don't like when it's an uneven playing field, I guess. Yeah. Well, and that's what I feel all these platforms are, are. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of these platforms where, I don't know. I don't know. Because well, I look at things and I think. having that time on TikTok. <laughs> I think stop I, liking things. And you'll, you'll I know. Wonder. Stop liking things. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think it's also frustrating because I look at TikTok and I see some people creating some really great stuff. And I think, why can't I do that? And the thing is, I could do that. I'm no idiot. Right. I could do it, but I feel so, oh, does anyone really want to hear me? I mean, I'm just this 50 year old woman and oh, does anyone really care about me? That's how I feel. Oh. I do feel definitely like I'm aged yeah. out of relevancy and that sucks. Um, for TikTok or like for social media? For TikTok, even though I see a ton of 40 and 50 year old women on there. I do too. Yeah. And men even. And men even. So. It's expanding. It is. It is. So, Bella Thorne, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the moral uh, story. That's and the, also, the moral. if you were thinking about starting an OnlyFans this month, I'm sorry, it's already too late. Yeah, I, I do think, I think, uh, I'm with you, I don't think uh, OnlyFans is going to last much longer. Uh, nope. Not, not nope. as a sole source of income, anyway. No. Which is good, because okay. I was, like, pretty ready to join. Sole source of income. Yeah, that's like, I don't understand these these medium writers who, who live off 
writing for Medium. I'm like, how is that? How? I don't know. How? <laughs> they would have us believe that that's what's happening. You know, it's just a bunch of writers writing the same exact essays. They're just seeing what sells. Yeah. It's content firms. Well, yes. And it's just like, okay, but it's an algorithm. And why should I bother? Life is so unfair, Sarah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. All right. Speaking of life being unfair, we got a letter that I thought was really uh, timely. And I thought it was a really interesting letter. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, it's from a woman. And she says, hi there. As I get older, I am becoming more insecure in the dating scene. I'd like to have a family one day. But men seem to think that women over 30 have an expiration date. While they are interested in me at first, the age thing comes up, and I think they realize they would like someone younger. I, too, in a way, would prefer someone around my age okay. or two to three years younger. However, I keep getting interest, interest from older men that fall out of my age range. Any advice on how to stop feeling guilty for my age and not being married with children yet? Okay. Would you like me to start? You start. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's just a, a long pause there. That was a long. That was a pregnant pause. Get it? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That was a that was a pregnant pause. Oh wait. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> so I think my first question is: How far out of your age range are the men? Are we talking? five to 10 years? Are we talking like 40 years? Because I think it's, I, I mean, you know, you can be mad about this and that's fair, <laughs> but it's not at all unusual for men to shoot for like 10 to 15 younger, years younger than them. Um, especially once men turn like 40, right? So I think it depends on how how old the men are. Um, I think you should consider dating older men. Uh, I think that your fertility is, I mean, I don't know anything about your fertility, but it has less to do with your age than your genetics. Mm-hmm. So if you, I mean, I don't know, think about maybe freezing some eggs or or maybe think about like refocusing your search so that you can find a partner and not just like someone who wants to use you as an incubator (laughs) because (laughs) if you just want kids i mean you can adopt you can foster uh you know you do ivf later freeze your eggs there's all there's all kinds of things so um i you know i think i would go for the men who are going for you because that's your pool yes but i want to you know Saying, hey, freeze your eggs and, you know, IVF, I mean... Oh, I, not... I know that those are all very costly. I understand. Very costly. Um, assuming that that's an option, that's an option. If right. that's not an option, it's not an option. Option. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as simple as, hey, just freeze your eggs and that'll make up for it. However, I, I tend to agree with you in that you should go for the people that show interest that are right. interested in you. And people say, but what if she's not attracted to them? I, Like you said, I need to know how old are these men? Are these men right. in their 50s? And now I know how old she is. She's 40. Okay. Okay. Now, so are these men in their 50s? Yeah, I can see that, that that being an issue. 
are they late 40s or are even are they are they early 50s is is that that big a deal see the it's kind of I like what you know it is but how much longer do you want to swim against the tide i guess right. you want to keep yeah. going for those guys who are two or three years younger you you can but as you've seen you haven't there's been very very poor return on investments yeah on that right. and as frustrating as it as it is to hear it maybe it's time to focus your efforts elsewhere right and maybe just to reprioritize, because I, I mean, I think that um, everyone in general, when they're dating, is tends to be very, very focused on like getting everything they want, which may not be possible. Right. You know, we were talking before the show, and she was talking about how some men think women over thirty have an expiration date, and while obviously our value, our desirability, does not have an expiration date. Our fertility does. It does. It does. And but so does theirs. I mean, sperm so, quality declines with age. Absolutely. So you have to ask yourself, how much longer? How much? How much longer are you going to give yourself to try and date someone your own age? How much longer are you going to go through, like, bang your head against the wall before you decide, hey, I think maybe I should I should course correct here, right? But to her question, any advice on how to stop feeling guilty for my age and not being married with children yet? You know, I started writing uh, my answer to this, and the, and the thing that came to me was, I've told this story before, but my uh, my father, his his father dropped dead of a heart attack out of the blue, early fifties. My grandfather and grandmother were ran a general store together. They ran a business together, equal equals. And so my grandmother had to take over the whole entire business herself. And she did. And my father saw that marriage was not, was not a safety net for women. It wasn't a guarantee. So when raising my sisters and I, it was never marriage and children that was sort of uh, hammered into our heads. That, those weren't the messages that we heard. The messages that we heard was work, 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 work education, 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 work, work, work. And so now as an adult, when I am unable to, when my finances are bad or uh, I am not working, there's a reason why I never take vacation. It's because I I feel guilty and I feel guilty about taking a vacation and I feel shame, which is really what I think the word she's using. I don't know if it's guilt as much as it's shame that she feels. And I think if she would... I think if she were to really examine that feeling and really feel it and sort of follow it, it would be that shame that when I am financially unstable, that's when I feel shame. And it's because those were the messages that were instilled in me from a very, very, very young age. So I think to stop feeling that shame and that guilt, you have to do, you have to rewire, you have to redo the tape playing in your head about what your life is supposed to look like because yeah. the best laid plans not everything happens you know we we did this and we did a, a discussion on friday and a woman said you know how do i explain that i'm 45 and i've never been married and then she put then she put in her in uh, in parentheses uh, 
something like life just didn't work out as planned or so she felt she had to justify it. And I said, you don't have to, you don't have to justify that because anybody, any adult knows that things don't always work out the way we think they're going to work out. Things happen. Life happens. Yeah. I guess that's that's kind of what I mean when I say like, you might not get everything you want, right? right? It's not, might not look how you thought it would look. You might, you might not get everything you want, mm-hmm. um, but you're going to have to just, you know, work with what you've got, which is still quite a lot. Yes, which is still quite a lot. And you do, you need to, you need to reframe it. You need to re, you need to revisit what it is, what's important now. What is really important now? Is it that you want to have kids? You can do that. You can right. adopt, you and can the, foster. Yeah, the good news is you don't even need a, a man for that. Right. I mean, you <laughs> right. can do that. Right. And you really, th- like, uh, this sounds terrible, but really ask yourself, why do you want a man? Right. What are you no, for, that's, sir? No, that's a question. <laughs> that is, that, no, that's a great question. Because right? like, you've made it this far. You've made it this far. So what's he going to do for you now? Financially, you got it. You're good. Right? Sex, eh, that's simple. It's so simple, and you don't even have to be with a man to have to have an orgasm. So, you know, kids, there there are options, and and there are many that aren't as expensive as IVF. It might not look the way you think it's going to look like, but you could end up. I mean, think of think of the lives, think of the life that you could save by fostering a child, right? Like the that's just the life that you can save, the life that you can change. Think of the impact that you could make fostering a child, and you can do all these things without, yep, <laughs> without a man. Yep. Oh. That's not what I meant. I meant this one. You can do all those things without a man. <laughs> oh, I thought you put a sad sound for the men out there. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, that but. is, that's true. So think of it, think of it that way. But, but, but really, what are, what are you for? Like, what, what are you for, sir? <laughs> she doesn't need you. You don't need, and, and ask yourself, are you trying to get married or do you want to get married because you think you should? Yeah. Because that's been imposed on you. And that's what shame is. Shame is, shame is a feeling that is imposed upon us that we internalize. Mm-hmm. Right? And that shame that we feel about not being married and not having kids, that's coming from messages from social media. It's coming from messages from society. It's coming from, from family. Those are all things that we internalize and that we then feel shame about. You know, so how, how do you stop feeling guilty or feeling ashamed? First of all, you, you know, you, uh, recognize that maybe maybe you want a relationship maybe you don't like really examine what it is you want and secondly stay the fuck away from social media stay Mm. like not stay away from it but i cannot tell you i cannot tell you i really 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 truly believe social media is i don't don't, I'm, i'm not this is no hot take social media makes women feel shitty about themselves yeah in a variety of ways. Like In a it, variety of ways. No matter your stage of life, there's a way to feel bad if you're looking at social media. Right. And the worst part is, is that we do it to each other. 
Yes. Right? It's just the announcements and the baby announcements and the engagement. And I've talked about this before many times. Like, I know how it makes me feel when I see that stuff. I have to walk away from it or else it will do a number on my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, manage your access and how much you expose yourself to social media and these stories and really, really, really ask yourself why you want a man. Yeah. What for? What for, for why? (laughs) (laughs) Really ask yourself, what is this for? Is it to have a family? You can do that and you can financially do that. Or is Mm -hmm. it just to please other people and make yourself feel like, Oh, I'm normal. You're normal. You're normal now. Yeah. You don't need a man to be normal or to be okay or... I'm sorry. Marriage... Dude, I just don't see how that doesn't fuck up your life. I I don't... Bless you, Sarah. No, not you, though. Of course, you're different and your marriage is different, of course. But I don't see how this... It's not such a complication. Hmm. Sarah's going to stay quiet on that because her husband's going to be like, huh... Didn't know she well, felt that I, way. No, I just, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you mean. I'm just going to have to ask you later. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's... You're, after, by the time you're 40, you're just so tired of okay. the bullshit. And you just don't have the patience. And I really feel like marriage, you really need patience. Yes. Right? Like, you need a lot of patience. You need to be understanding You've learned how to, you need to be uh, accommodating. Oof, I hate that word. You, hmm. <laughs> you know, you just become set in your ways. Can't you just date somebody? It's like, why can't you just date somebody? And I if that's know. the case, if you just want to date somebody, guess what? You can date that 35-year-old or that 37-year-old or that 42-year-old. That's you true. can just casually date. as you long as you don't get you up if you want. Right. Right. You can casually date those guys. Uh, and I know that this is going to ruffle some feathers, but I just think, and this goes for men as well, the 55-year-old men who are trying to date the 38-year-olds. Yeah. I, I told you I had a guy say that, well, I'm 49 and I want to have a family. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, you maybe should have thought of that like 10 years ago and yeah. maybe should have made an active, and maybe he did, I don't know. But at yeah. 49 years old, you have to, at a certain age, you just kind of have to say, okay, what I've been doing hasn't been working. I need to re I need to recalibrate. Right. This isn't going to look how I thought it would look. Right. So how can right. we make it work? Right. So that's my answer. Um, it's a roundabout answer, but I, I guess the too long didn't read version is what do you for, sir? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. I, also add that um no one is thinking about this as much or as hard as you so like when you meet someone they're not like oh man she's 40 and she's never been married what's wrong with her they're like oh i met her and she was lovely like they're not no one is thinking about this but you Mm, and here's the the thing though i mean the shame or the guilt or you know whatever you want to call it i think is is real and not not to diminish that but like this just isn't as important to anyone else as it is to you. Okay. Caveat. I think women are the ones that perpetuate this idea. And you know why we do it 
because we say things like, oh, he's over 40 and he's never been married. Oh, forget it. No, mm -mm. what's going on there? We perpetuate that as well. And we have to start normalizing being single over 40. Yeah. And that uh, being single over 40 does not mean, oh, that, you know, they're damaged goods or they're never going to get married or we need to stop doing that. Right. We need to stop doing that to men and we need to stop doing that to each other. Because I really don't think men sit around thinking, oh, she's 40, never married. What's going on there? I don't I think don't men give a shit. There. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't, I don't think they're thinking that. They're not thinking it. They're just not. And certainly they're not thinking like, oh, I'm 40 and I've never been married. What's wrong with me? They don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with them. <laughs> right. Guys never, never, ever sit and wonder, oh, God, are women not going to date me because I'm over 40? You know what they think? They're like, no, chicks love dating older guys. Yeah. Yeah. God yep. bless them. So. And find somebody with daddy issues. Yeah. Let's, so let's start normalizing being single over 40 because it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Um, let's start really asking ourselves men for why. I think that's the new, the new slogan for 2021. Men, mm -hmm. why? That's, there you go. Two words. And recalibrate. Ask yourself what it is that you really want and do you think maybe you should uh, change your expectations a bit yeah so that's or the just answer. your approach or just your approach that's the answer sarah yeah we did it there we did uh how would you feel if somebody or a guy dumped you for because you gained weight Hmm. How much weight? Um, is, it like, is it like, I can't leave the house anymore? Or is it like, I have to buy new pants? It's, I have to buy new pants. Good riddance, man. Yeah, go fuck <laughs> yourself. You <laughs> Who cares? I, I told you, I, I <laughs> talked about that, that douchebag on, on Instagram, Cody the yeah. Marine, Cody yeah. Nixon who said, you know, I, you know, I want to stay attractive to my wife, dude, if your wife is only with you because like, if your wife would leave you because you gained 20 pounds, you married the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. So this woman wrote into Reddit and she said, um, I've been in a very, very stressful family situation for the past few months and the stress has caused a weight gain of 20 pounds. Recently, my guy and I were finally able to spend some time together. They hadn't seen each other in a while. I had my reservations about the weight, the weight gain being an issue because men are very visually oriented. I think we need mm. to get away from that too. That's another one we need to, we need to stop. We need to nip in the bud. Right. They're not assholes. They just have eyes. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. What that was great. What a misunderstanding. They're not assholes. They just have eyes. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I had my reservations about the weight gain being an issue because men are very visually oriented, but I chose to trust that the connection we had was real and strong and it was going to be fine, especially because the family issue is pretty much resolved now and I'm no longer stressed and the weight will be lost over the years. I've packed on a few pounds here and there whenever I'm stressed, but I've always managed to go back to my regular weight very quickly. I went over to his house. He was very affectionate, just like he, how he has always been. And I felt ready. I felt really happy that maybe this really is something real. We spent a good six hours together, and before anyone asked, yes, we were intimate. Both times he initiated. 
this means nothing, by the way, if a guy initiates right. sex. Right. He invited me to spend the, spend the time, and after we were intimate, laying in bed together, I said, so this is something real. He said that he's not sure because I may be moving away for school next year. Then he said maybe the age difference is bigger than he thought. And, mm. okay, hold on. Oh, oh, did I miss? I missed it again. The woman yeah. is late 30s. The guy is late 20s. Yep. 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 There you go. So, hey, guess what? <laughs> okay, we'll get to it in a second. Hold on. Yeah, we, we will. We will. He then said he's not sure because I may be moving away for school next year. And he thinks the age difference is bigger than he, than he thought. My, or he said maybe the age difference is bigger than he thought. My heart sank because I knew right then and there what was coming. Ultimately, he admitted that my weight gain was an issue. He said he wants to work on it together because he wants, he wants, to this, relation, he wants this relationship to work. Then what later, does that mean? You go to the gym and he screams at you to run faster? Right. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Is he the Julian Michaels in this scenario? Yeah. Then he later changed his tone to he wanted the girl he first met, not the girl that is heavier now. Oh. P.S. She's still the same person. P.S. Oh, God, what an asshole. I asked him why he didn't just reject me at the start of the date. Oh. Because he was going to have sex. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. He said he felt attraction, but later was doubting because I kept asking if he was okay. I asked if he was okay because I thought he was tired after the movie. And we had a bit of an awkward silence. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the rest of this is that this woman had a, a very, very bad eating disorder. And she right. was very triggered by this. And I, I need to point something out here. Um, this guy, and this this reminds me of a question that came up with our in our dating with disabilities mm-hmm. uh, discussion we did the other night. One of the women asked, "What do you do if someone breaks up with you and uses your your disability against you?" Mm. And I said to her, "What I would say to this woman if she, if I had her in front of me, he is going to use the thing that he knows will weaken you." He'll use that as a, against you so that you will not fight back. He's trying to level you. He's trying to make you so hurt that you can't fight back. That's what he did. Every single reason for him not wanting to, to go further or whatever, yeah. um, he put on her. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was that deliberate. I don't think this guy's like a mastermind, I think. She came over. It was the first. Is it the first time they've ever met in yes. person? Yes, let's re- the first. The, the first uh, paragraph. Right. So uh, they were talking online for however many months. Right. So this guy had already put in the time. Mm-hmm. Right. He had already invested months. There's no way he's not gonna have sex. Right. And so I, I, I don't know. I think he, I think he was doing that thing where. Uh, they try to get bonus points for honesty. I don't mm. think he was trying to destroy her. I just think he was like, mm, no, it's this. <laughs> right, because the real answer is, oh, I've I've been chatting with this woman. She showed up at my door, and it turns out I wasn't attracted to her. Right. And But she was there now, and so right. I had sex with her because, she was like, there. why do you climb the mountain? Because it's there. Right. And then after the fact... Right after sex, too, which is just awful. Right, he tells her, Well, no, I want the girl I first met. First met? What are you talking about? 
that she's this this is the girl you first met because this is the first time right. you're meeting her in real in real life yeah oh i want the girl that i met and oh it's the weight it's not the weight or maybe it is i don't i don't know he's just I mean, not for interested him, for him i think it is because he is a dude in his late 20s so he's got options uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, yes. I think in just overall, he just was never that interested in this woman. No, well, no, certainly not as invested as she was. Mm-hmm. And she definitely speaks about it in such a way that indicates that, like, she had she had pinned a lot of hopes and dreams on this. Well, let's be fair. Things he's... were shitty for a long time. And she thought this was going to be the thing. This is it. The man's coming to save me. Right. Hold on. Uh, so I met him on a dating app a few months back. Initially, I wasn't sure if we'd click because of the age difference, but we ended up getting along really well. We shared a lot of, co- of common interests and really enjoyed spending time together. For the past few months, we talked every day throughout the day, and he even made things official to his friends by introducing me to them as his girlfriend and said he sees a future together. Due to some private family issues, we were not able to spend time together right away. He was very understanding and never pressured me. Yeah. We were not able to spend time together right away. So I'm getting, yeah. Did they never meet before? I think they just met. And I, yeah. And I think he did that thing where he, he was like, oh, this is my girlfriend. Like, you know, the faux intimacy thing we've talked about before to get her really comfortable. I think he was in, I think he was enjoying the emotional support that she was no doubt mm-hmm. giving him by talking every day. Right. I'm sure she was. Performing emotional labor for him. Of course. In addition to whatever horrible family situation she's got going on that she alludes to. Mm -hmm. Oh, not to mention the pandemic. Yeah. So (laughs) everything is shitty for her, right? right? And she sees a situation with promise and, you know, projected much more promise than there actually was, which I totally get. I have have done this Mm -hmm. when things are shitty. And you meet somebody and you're like, oh, this is going to be it. This is the thing. This is where it turns around. But it wasn't. Yes. And there were signs. And she knows there are signs because she points them out. Right. But what I hate (laughs) about this is her history and her willingness even now to change her body for the man that she's interested in. Right. It's 20 pounds, dude. It's not that big it's of a like, deal. Well, but there are, right. And there are other men. Like, change the man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to change you. Yeah. I opened myself up to this guy because I thought he was special and we had a real connection. Turns out physical beauty trumps any so-called connection. The girl when he first met and me are the exact same person. And I've always been honest about that. I'm gutted to realize he probably never truly cared to cared for me because if the feeling was real he would have given us a chance to work out such a temporary issue bingo that's exactly right that's exactly right well but here's the thing i that's what i mean when i say like i hate that like how cavalier she's being about changing her whole body she's calling this a temporary issue what if it's not i mean what if what if it's not right but she mentioned earlier that uh, she's w- gained weight before and she's lost it. Like, that's just what she does. It, it, it sounds like she does it because she wants to do it. Maybe. I don't, that's, that's not really the read I'm getting on this. I know, like, I, it's clear to me that she wasn't thrilled with the weight gain as the result of whatever stress was occurring. But 
it's being framed in such a way that like the reason she's not happy about it is because of how men think of her. Mm, okay. I see that. And so, and my, my other point here is like, I know you think this is a temporary issue. I know you got experience with gaining and losing a significant amount of weight, but you're in your late thirties now. So what if this isn't a temporary issue? Right. What if this is your body? now? Right. Because it's not as easy to lose weight. Right. Right. As it was in your twenties. Yep. That's what, that's the other thing I hate about this dude. Um, even if he had been like, Oh, we'll work on it together. Like, so you're going to yell at me while I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. I, I, listen to this. I hate this. Listen to this part. We spent the last hour together, both crying. He kept, oh, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. He kept saying I deserve better and he's a monster for hurting me. Yep. And he does care for me. Nope. I, no. I'm not going to blame him because yes, you are. Please blame him. Please. And this is again where we go wrong because I can't make him want me. This isn't a post to blast him because again, I don't blame him because physical attraction uh, is what it is. I'm just hurt because it brought up painful memories from years ago. Uh, okay. No, you're hurt because this was hurtful. Right. You're hurt because this was hurtful. And because let's be really clear what this dude did, hon. He used you for emotional support when you came yep. over. He wasn't he attracted to you. And then he used you for sex. And then he used you for emotional support. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh. But yes. Stop performing emotional labor for free. <laughs> right. Send this guy an invoice. Send, really, I've never been one of those like, oh, you should totally Venmo somebody for not, you know, going on a second date for you. I, you should totally Venmo this dick bag. Send him an invoice for emotional labor and add it all up. All those months. Yeah. All those conversations. And then, you know, add your, add, add a monthly phone bill there too. Just to, just to add that as an expense. But yes, right. that's exactly what happened is girl. See, you're not seeing him clearly right now because you think he's a good guy and he's not a good guy. Right. Well, cause he was, he was the embodiment of hope for a while. Yep. The embodiment of hope. I like that. I really like that. Uh, I, what, if we, I'm trying to figure out. Did, so she really did never meet him. She never met. That was the first time. Right. I, I've been in a very, very, I'm no longer stressed and weight will be lost over the years. I've packed on a few pounds here and there whenever I'm stressed, but I've always managed to go back to my regular weight very quickly. Yeah, that doesn't happen in your, in your late 30s. I, nope. I went over to his house. He was very affectionate. But, okay, they met on a few months back. Initially, I wasn't sure if we'd click because of the age difference. We ended up getting along really well. We shared a lot of common. And we enjoyed spending time together. For the past yeah i don't i can't tell if this is like their first date or like the first time they've had sex but it's it's clear that they're not like they're not established before she goes over to right his house. but also to think about this um it takes a while to gain 20 pounds so well yeah she said it had been a couple months how many months she met him on a dating app know. a few months back. Initially, I wasn't sure. Right. I've been in very stressful. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. And I guess when you have to try and figure out what the deal is, it, it's it's the it's the thing that they don't want you to know, which Could is be. I never met this guy until I went over his house that time. That's how it. That's how it kind of seems because if he had, if he had met her and was into her, that he frankly he wouldn't even notice the twenty pounds. I don't 
yeah, you wouldn't think so. You might go, oh, she looks maybe, but you wouldn't notice it and you wouldn't care. Certainly, yeah. Certainly wouldn't break up. So she obviously doesn't look like her pictures or whatever. It's just, I I don't know. I hate to say this, but I don't think he was ever interested in her. I think he liked the attention. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. She did months of emotional labor. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Really fuck that guy. Ugh. Terrible. And just. And stop changing your body. If you're going to change your body, do do it it for for you. you. Never do it for a man. Never. Because there are other men. And and also, if you're 20 pounds overweight, guess what else? Some men are also 20 pounds right. overweight. You're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> There's your new pool. <laughs> There's your new pool. <laughs> and some men might not be 20 pounds overweight, but they might not care. They might not think anything of it. Because there are plenty, and I'm seeing this more and more often now, where men are dating thicker women i'm see that is true yes that is true so but i i just think it's it's more um fair i think to be like you know if i if i am carrying this extra weight maybe i need to broaden my pool right it just you know it just seems fair i just feel terrible for her because this this guy just used her for attention and sex it's awful and then he, right, but of course he did. He's in his late right, ones. and then he did the whole. Oh, I feel like such a monster. I feel so terrible, and you deserve better than me. Yep, 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 yep. And you know what? You know who says that? That's I've good. never heard a guy. I've never. The only people I've ever heard, only men I've ever heard say you deserve better than me, were guys that were real pieces of shit. So they must know. So they know on such some level, like good guys don't say you deserve better than me. They don't. Shitty guys do. Hmm. Mine. That's my two cents. Yeah. Well, or yeah, or if the breakup is really terrible, you know. Mm, No, I still think the only people, the only guys that say you deserve better than me, are shitty guys. Shitty people. Period. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Any final thoughts? Makes sense. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck Bill Thorne. <laughs> fuck TikTok. Fuck dating TikTok. Mm. What else you got? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to agree with. Fuck no, TikTok, I'm not. I'm not totally against TikTok. TikTok now. But you're right. I have to change my preferences. I have to change my behavior yeah. on there because it's, it's not making you. It's happy. not making me happy, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to change it. And my apartment might be haunted. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, go to datologycoach.com. Follow us, Womenology Pod. Follow me uh, at the Kristen, C H R I S T A N M, the Kristen M on Twitter, as if anybody even uses that anymore, and Instagram. Oh, and you can follow me on TikTok <laughs> as well. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, let's see, what else? Nothing else? Do you have anything? Nothing? You have any TikToks yet? Of dogs, just dogs. That's okay. not bad. Then you can. Then you're unfollowable. All right, guys. See you later. Bye.